Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Dollar Menu Midcarders. I'm Evan Jalistko. On the other line, of course, is Pierre Abernathy. Um, and unfortunately, we kind of had a talk like a couple hours ago about what we wanted this podcast to be about and kind of what we didn't. And one of the things we kind of talked about was like, there's already a lot of negativity in wrestling and we didn't want to add to it. We actually have like a full episode on shit feds and what we define them as um, recorded. And we were going to release that tonight, but we thought against it because there's so much negativity. Let's like not add to it. So what we figured we'd do is this intro food for thought for the Marty Bell episode is just kind of talk about shit feds and what we think they are in a very brief summary. Right. So obviously we kind of debated this for, for a while. And uh, up until, oh, I don't know. I think I tweeted at about 6 o'clock my time here okay. uh, about the podcast that it was going to be about shit fits. <laughs> so uh, it was after that even that we decided to make that decision. And I mean, yeah, you summed it up, you know, perfectly. Like, there's so much negativity that we've spent. So when we were, I, I think we can at least say that, you know, it's no secret that like the people that run Dynamo don't like us like that. And we pretty much said that already on other episodes. Sure. Um, but even in the heat of all of this going on, we never publicly said anything. Uh, we would no. hear about things that we never once would publicly out anybody. Um, the closest we ever came is when our property got stolen. We did publicly say our property got stolen, but um, at the end of the day, we didn't really want to go back on that. And I mean, look, this podcast, the, the one we're not releasing, and I'm sure some fans will be a little bit, you know, maybe not upset's not the right word, but disappointed, you know, yeah, disappointed because I mean, it was. Pretty, uh, I mean, we told some stories and, you know, we're not deleting it. We still have it. Uh, but more when I look at it is I think that we almost just use that time to vent almost. Like it is difficult to go all this time, never say anything publicly. And now, like, even though this last burner account, uh, was respectful. Like, they, they didn't attack me personally. Yeah. There's been three other burner accounts that did. Uh, one was run by Mark Sterling, we found out, which I will say that publicly. Um, but, you know, when that happens, you don't ever put out anything publicly. You know, it gets uh, frustrating. But Because you don't I ever feed the trolls. Like, you can never give them the satisfaction, but at the same time, it's it fucking so obnoxious. Well, it, well, it, Oh, yeah, it's frustrating because look, like we we're not perfect. Uh, no, I mean I'm I'm definitely not. I mean I've made mistakes in my life, but um, we have enough stories on on things that we could scorch earth with these stories. <laughs> but what what good would that do? Yeah, really? I mean uh, yes, we literally have a podcast we're not airing because of it. <laughs> so. You know, like I, like I said, the podcast is there. We're not uh, going to delete it. 
but yeah, we 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 elected not to put it out. And again, we know that might you know be disappointing to some, but you know we're gonna do what we've done for all these years and just focus on anarchy and not feed into the negativity that seems to surround. I mean, there's negativity everywhere, but really just seems like in St. Louis, there's, there's more, maybe it's just because we've been a part of the scene so long, but, um, anyway, so the term shit fed, uh, Gary started saying that to define a promotion I won't name, (laughs) but, uh, there's more, I mean, to be honest, it's more an inside joke. (laughs) And I guess when you put that stuff on Twitter, people will, you know, read into it what they want and what they think. And I guess I could see where it would be a broad term. So I guess I'll go ahead and say that I don't consider Glory Pro a shit fed. No, uh, we like Kevin Danny. Like, that's stupid. The person right, that thinks I, that is stupid. I'll just say that. Unless I'll the burner account say, was Danny Adams. Gasp, shock, and awe. <gasps> yeah, I mean... I, I'll say I respect them because, like, I mean, me and Dan had a disagreement, well, you know, probably six months ago or so. We talked about it. We buried it like adults and moved on. So, you know, I, I that's how things should be done. Um, and Kev, I've been cool with Kev for a long time now. Yeah. Uh, Danny's my little brother, nice. and I've always liked Kev. Right. Always uh, will. <laughs> Jesus, SICW. I don't consider them a shit fit, uh, even though it's not my particular, you know, cup of coffee wrestling wise. But I, I would like to think that's okay. I mean, there are people who would watch Anarchy and go, eh. And, well, perfect example. Major Bazin was one of those people. He preferred the SICW style of wrestling. That's okay. Um, you can like different kinds of wrestling. Seven. Huh? You can like different kinds of wrestling, different wrestlers, different promotions. It's, it's your choice, right. man. But I'll... I've never met, I've never met her. Can't really say anything bad about it. Hmm? WLW don't consider them a shit fed. Um, Harley Race founded that promotion. He's Harley Race. Uh, Harley Race could publicly come out <laughs> and say that he thinks Anarchy's a backyard fed. I'd still respect Harley Race because he won the NWA World Heavyweight Title, I think, eight times. So, I mean, titles are not like Harley Race is a traveled fucking veteran. And, he's a legend. Yeah, like, he is a legend. Um, so, uh, is there, am I forgetting anybody? I mean, we work with PWCS. Uh, I, I do think that people should understand that um, I get this idea that people would think that, you know, I, I, okay, so PWCS is their own promotion. It's not me. So what? There's stuff, there's stuff that Greg would do sometimes, or I wouldn't necessarily maybe do that. I'm sure that there's stuff I've done where he would have done something different. But obviously, we work with them. I don't consider them a shit fed. But this idea that we consider everyone else a shit fed, but them and Journey Pro is not true either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got these other little, like, RCW. Uh, they, they scare me because some of their veteran guys just 
aren't properly trained then i i've seen veterans there like look real bad so it is concerning to me that these guys would be training younger wrestlers so i, I i'm entitled to that opinion um just like you're entitled to the opinion to not like what we're saying if you're an rcw <laughs> veteran and i'm doing air quotes you can't see him just know i am and you fucking are super offended by what we just said as always hit us up at at heel money jovi and uh you know there you go we can have a discussion yeah. off that right so uh, that that promotion sure i think there should fit and then dynamo and broadway uh, so you're probably thinking like jesus well you went ahead and said that you think they're a shit fit i'm okay with saying that uh in the podcast that we're not putting out we went into pretty extreme detail and uh that's the negativity i don't want to put out there and so mm-hmm. like to put a bow on that i guess like the term shit fed to me to me now other people may have a different term i'm speaking for myself <laughs> It's more about the people that run it as opposed to the actual wrestling or wrestlers themselves. I mean, don't get us wrong. There are shit workers, but like, yeah, right. The shit fed is more of the the fed rather than the individual. The people that run it, not the wrestlers. Right. So, uh, I think I'll try to do a better job of not putting the term on my uh, Twitter because you know, sometimes you, you forget that, you know, while I don't consider myself by any means a celebrity, but and you're not. When, you're, when you're involved in wrestling and have been for a while and fans follow you, you kind of got to, you know, be mindful or be willing to explain what you're talking about when you put those things out there. So I feel like we've done that with this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've explained ourselves. Uh, but yeah, the whole hour podcast where we're telling stories and eh, I just feel like, because we didn't tell all the stories, but what I feel like would happen is you're, you're opening up the door for a whole flame war to start. I don't want to see that happen, so... And, yeah, we don't want that to happen even with people we don't like. Like, like what you like in wrestling, and then just don't be negative. Leave the other stuff alone. If you don't like anarchy and you think anarchy is a shit fed, that's your opinion, and you're right. you have a right to it. Like, you know, and if you want to have a discussion with us, you know, hit us up. At Pierre Abernathy, at Pistol underscore Danger. I'll be serious this one time. And, like, let's just talk. Like, that's all it is. Have an adult conversation with us. And at the end of the day, if we agree to disagree, that's okay too. Like, yeah, you know, I think that's like the shit fed thing aside. I think that's what blows my mind. Like, I will get into this, I guess. I'm fine with getting into this. Yeah, we only got 10 minutes. We need to cut another 10 minutes. So, what blows my mind is it does seem like. I mean, people get personally offended by things that, like, if I read on Twitter that, like, oh, Saint, I think St. Louis Anarchy fucking sucks, I wouldn't get personally offended by that. I, I don't understand that. Like, 
Would you reach uh, out to the person and ask why they think that, or would you just leave it alone? No, I leave it alone. That's their opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'll tell a quick story. I reached out to, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Probably shouldn't say it, just to be safe. Just don't say it. I don't remember, but this person had said something about me and that I was the reason they wouldn't support anarchy. So I hit that person up, you know, personally, and I asked them why. I go, I, you know, if I've done something to offend you, that wasn't my intention. Uh, you know, stuff like, stuff like that. That person replied with, hey, you know, anarchy is not really my cup of tea. I said, back okay, I can understand that. I'm glad we were able to clear the air. And that was it. <laughs> it's... I don't, I think that, I mean, I take anarchy very seriously, and I have, always have, but at the same time, it's not that, like, I, I don't know, it's just... Wrestling don't mean that much to you, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you, it don't mean as much to me to where I would threaten physical harm or threaten somebody like what's happened to us over... A battle rap. The mm. battle rap that happened in November. Some fans of Dynamo or a fan of Dynamo was at that show. And when that line was said by Fidget, this person got highly upset. They're like, well, what? I don't understand why. Like, I, I they, they could, any of these places that don't like us could bring an anarchy shirt out in front of their live crowd, piss on it, light it on fire, and I continue about my day, and, and would, I wouldn't care. Would you order a pizza and just keep watching fucking Orange is the New Black? Uh, well, it depends on when. Like, if it happened now, I'd be watching the NBA playoffs. The Sixers got their fucking asses whipped tonight. Yeah? Oof. Yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> I'm personally <laughs> offended by that. Yeah, that, well, I'll tell you the way fucking... Ben Simmons has played in this series. He's personally offended me. But leave anyway, the ring announcer alone. I think, I don't know. I think that's like my one thing is it does kind of blow my mind how, you know, something as silly as a battle rap people get personally offended by. Or if if I like think that, I don't know. Look, when we were traveling regularly, probably more me than you like you know how many times i i would read on twitter that like i was a shit fucking wrestler not everybody liked my style and some would say some pretty terrible <laughs> shit never got personally offended it didn't, it, it, i didn't take i don't take the wrestling business personally i guess that's the best way to get to say it like i take anarchy very seriously but I don't take it personally if someone doesn't like it. Okay. Uh, a lot of those comments where I would praise Gary for his style, shit on you for your style, and they'd be like, and Evan? I, I don't even know who that guy was. Was he even on the show? And I'd be like, oh, cool. That's what <laughs> well, I there were There were plenty of times when we were tagging and I would read things and uh, people would say that like you were the, by far the better part of the team. Uh, I disagree with that completely. Which, you know, I never got offended by it. I mean, I did. I mean, Personally. It, it, it's, 
I don't know. And, and maybe that's just the world we live in now. But I, I didn't want to. I don't know. There's just so much negativity. There's no point of adding to that by releasing an hour long podcast. Yeah, we can just tell stories about what bad experiences people did to us. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, we have. We were able to explain it here, and I really think what we did is vented, recorded ourselves venting uh, about maybe eight years of frustration. Uh, I mean, I will disagree with that. I don't really. I mean, we vented to each other before. I think what we did was give reasonable explanations as to why uh, people in the area and ourselves don't get along. I think that's a fair thing to do when people. Um, want to know but like that's not something we've like we've done this what we've explained in under 20 minutes what we took an hour to do so i think right but well, yeah with the big explanations out of the way there's you know it's just not much we don't like some people and they don't like us and that's okay not right, everyone's yeah. gonna like you unless you're davy vega then everyone loves you <laughs> but it's just i don't know i didn't want to I just felt like we would have really added, we would have thrown some real negative energy out there if we would have put this out. And that's not what this is for. That's not what this is about. Like, that's not what anarchy is. So, like, we talked right before I went to wrestling practice, and then when I got out, we call, I called you and we talked again for another minute. We're like, yeah, this, let's just record something and put out Marty as we talked about. And I think that's the right thing to do here. Yeah, I think so, too. Um... But if you want that nasty fucking, uh, get on our Patreon at www.patreon.submissionsquadispoor. No, we don't have a Patreon. I wouldn't even know how to use one. I've had a couple fans who've been on me saying that we need to do a Patreon and do a uh, weekly podcast for the Patreon, but I don't know. We'll see. my bills are paid right now. Like this is just a labor of love. I feel right, if we like if we did it that way, it'd become more of a, a work thing. You know what I mean? A job, sort of. So, well, right. A side hustle. And I don't want. I don't know. I we always want to put like out quality products. We don't want to put out something that's rushed. Right. No. Well, so how, how long has this been? Nineteen minutes. Uh, not too bad. No. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I can, we will plug Hog Wild here in a minute. Like, I hope, if you've listened to this this long, hopefully you stick around for the uh, Marty Bell interview. It's really fun. She uh, she tells some uh, good impact stories that she's never told before. I think you said that at the uh, beginning of the podcast, you asshole. No, I didn't. This is going at the beginning. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, um, I, I like Marty a lot, actually. She's really funny. And uh, we even talk about our rocky start to being a, a power couple, Marty and I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we talk about NWL. She actually refutes part of the story that I told on the uh, about the closing of NWL. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, it's yeah. worth a listen. Yeah. Marty's, uh, Marty's cool. Hopefully you'll listen to this. If you're one of the people who are listening to this because... Uh, because it is Marty Bell. Because Marty retweeted this and you have no idea who we are. You should uh, check out our archives. We're pretty funny. Or we're not. Uh, you be the judge. But hopefully you'll uh, check out some of our podcasts. Uh, 
if by chance an executive producer of Big Brother is listening to this, I'll come spend the summer with you. I won on that show. I would rather have Chris on the show, but sure, all right. Well, yeah, I, you know what? I would watch Chris on that show. Oh, man. <laughs> Get Chris Goff on Big Brother. That'd be uh, great. All right, yeah, guys. That's a good interview. I'm yeah. like Dan Rather. Shut up. All right. <laughs> Here's Marty Bell. Have a good night. Hey, we'll see you in two weeks. Hogwild, May 24th. If you're listening because you have Marty, just check us out at independentwrestling.tv if we're your cup of tea. Use the oh, promo yeah, code. Marty Bell, check out Ladies Night. Marty yeah. Bell is on Ladies Night. Use code STL Anarchy and you can watch it for 10 or 20. Yeah, 10 days. 20 days. Three. 20 days. Jesus Christ. All right. We're done. All we're right. out of here. It's over. All right. Bye. Is that how Gary Enzies? Whatever. I got all day with this Fuck shit. You, Marty. God damn it. Now we're off to a rousing uh, start. Thank you. I, I, I would like to for a rare oh, yeah. I brought treats for everyone. Hot damn. None of you can see what she's doing, and I'm probably going to try and figure out how to cut this out. But, uh, move that away from you like a child. Welcome to the Submission Squad Presents. The, put that fucking down. All right. The Submission Squad Presents the Dollar Menu Mid Carters. With the worst of the worst, Marty Bell. <laughs> Woohoo! Hey guys, what's so up? So let's talk about everything we want to talk about, because this will actually get some downloads once Marty promotes it. So Dude, we she doesn't talk. even retweet fucking shit for the show she's on. She Which show? Shit. This one. The one we're at. Oh. oh, yeah, no, I mean, I yes, I did. Honestly, though, I don't use Twitter very often anymore at all. I just all. made that up, and you're like, no, I didn't. Oh, wait, I did. I'm like, there you go. No, the I really, I, I don't use Twitter much anymore. Mm. I just, it's like dumb. To me, I don't know. I just don't like it. I anymore. hate it, but I have to. What do you um, use? Instagram. Instagram. I've started. We yeah. need to promote the podcast yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I do. Well, either way, does. once Marty retweets this bad boy, we're gonna get some downloads. So let's start digging in. Can yeah. You, do we like Trump? What do we think? Like, what do we want to talk about? Oh, let's I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Straight politics. Yeah. Ted Cruz for life. Yeah. Oh God. Strap in, folks. <laughs> oh God. All right. I guess we should talk wrestling. Sure. Oh, fuck. All right. Marty, do we even want to cover how you got into wrestling? Um, Sure. Actually, it's actually an interesting story if people don't know about it. All right, fuck it. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> how did you get into the business? God damn. So, I obviously, I grew up watching wrestling. Obvi. Um, I actually, wrestling actually helped me learn English, which I guess explains a lot about the way that I speak. Yeah, slobberknocker um, is a big word yeah. in the vocabulary. Which one? Slobberknocker? All the time. It's actually yeah. my first word. Yeah. Um, English. English word. Um, so, I grew up watching wrestling or whatever. I moved to the U.S. Uh, I was born in New York, but okay. I lived in the Dominican Republic until I was seven. Um, and then I moved back, and I started uh, watching wrestling when I was a kid. And then, all right, that's cool. That's Sorry, cool. I have to turn it all off, otherwise if somebody texts me, my phone will bzz, uh, uh, Ain't list, nobody so. going to text you, so we wouldn't have heard it at all. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Vega text me. People? No, nah, shit. <laughs> you know, no, no, Vega text me back We'll, we'll cover later. that later, how Vega and Fitchett don't respond to you anymore. That's for the oh, podcast. Oh, they text me all the time. That's, that's really weird. Actually, super weird. That's actually yeah. who I'm messaging right now. Oh, and not paying attention to what not you're doing? Not paying attention to what like, I'm doing. Like, stopping your story right yeah. in the middle. So basically, Marty Bell is the Dominican fucking Kevin Owens. Wrestling taught her everything. English, everything. English, you know. But English. So, English. So, when I was in high school, I stopped watching wrestling. I was playing sports and I was doing all sorts of other stuff. What's being um, cool? I was, being, I was being really cool. I played softball and volleyball. Okay, I actually was going to say volleyball because I played volleyball too. Yeah, I Bullshit. Played volleyball. I, <laughs> yeah. Dude, my height. I was terrible at it. 
Oh, I, I was amazing, and I was tiny. Oh, see, yeah. Nobody taught me how to play, though. They yeah. expected, because I was tall, they were like, just hit the ball over the net. And nobody, like, said, like, They probably how put to you in it. front, right? Yeah, they did. Stand here, put your hands in here. Yeah, and, like, I like I could do <laughs> like, I could do the block. That's easy. Yeah, literally, when they're, like, spike, no one showed me it's, like, two steps, and then it's off your left spike. Whatever. Anyway, please continue, Marty. <clears throat> All right, well, whatever. Screw my story. Um, we are unprofessional. You guys are soft. We are unprofessional. Actually, you've been pretty quiet this whole time. I'm very surprised. I'll get into this later. You know what, Matrina? Fuck off. Matrina? I know. I just made up a full name for you. It's horrible. Yeah, well, so are you. So keep going. All right. All right. So when I got to, I I went to acting school, in case you guys didn't know. In case you didn't tell, I'm a thespian. I couldn't. That's why I'm so talented. Uh, And then when I graduated, my roommate had a, she saw a casting call. They were looking for girls uh, just to come down to the ring with the guys. Kind of like, this guy had like a kind of like a godfather gimmick. Basically, they were looking for hoes. Okay. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. I'll do it. And so I did, and that was 11 years ago, and here I am. Well, shit, that's about the 22 same way. Years I, old. That's how I got in the business, but yeah. I was actually a hoe. And then <laughs> you and Victoria were hoes at the same time, yeah. <laughs> no, like I was working the, the streets of Broadway. <laughs> oh, okay. I had a promoter who offered to train me. Here we are today. Um, well, we'll jump ahead a bit, Marty. Yeah. Uh, so we worked together at NWL. We sure did. Oh, wow. You're, you're not even going to go five minutes and you're just going to be the, the meat of the hey, subject. Well, let me tell you something. NWL is our highest rated show. We got to dive into it. It is. We got to dive into something it. Something downloads. Fair enough. So I'm going to tell you something on the podcast right now. We're going to okay. jump ahead, then we're going to come back to this. Okay. And it just, it just actually hit me, and I haven't even told you this outside the podcast, so I'm going to tell you, and then we're going to get your live reaction. Great. I don't uh, know what he's talking about. He don't know this yeah, either. I don't know. This is good. This is this is about my gold cape? Nope. Okay. I don't so care about it then. we did an NWL podcast. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I get a text from Major Basden saying he listened to the podcast. And he thanked me for being fair and honest, which, cool. We talked about some NWL stuff. And I told him, I go, I think it's shitty. One of the shitty things is that Marty had to find out at the airport that she wasn't mm-hmm. on the call. He didn't know that until that text message I sent him. That's not true. Is what he told me. That's not true because I I can look for the text message. I mean, you can look through it for you, but like no one else will see what you're doing. I will read it. I will read it to you. Okay. Marty, so he said he said he didn't know? Said he didn't know until he listened to the podcast. Wasn't he there? What do you mean? Like wasn't he in the building when he told you guys that it was closing? Well, right, but you weren't. And uh, yeah. he, he thought you were on the phone. He didn't know that you did not hear. April 11th. You weren't there today, but I'm sure they have told you the news. I just wanted to send you a personal apology and thank you for the work you put into this. Well, there you go. So were you at the airport when he sent that? Like that is, okay, okay. I was at the airport. I was in the St. Louis, which of course, like ironically, I was in the St. Louis airport when it happened. Yeah. That was my layover. About 20 minutes from my home. Okay. So well, he, well, there's a live reaction. It's not quite I mean, what, I, what maybe, I thought we were getting. Maybe we smooth he, that over. Yeah. Nah, it is what it is. Maybe he didn't remember that he sent me that message, maybe. but he 100% sent me that message. I mean, maybe he sent you the message not knowing you were in the airport. He could have just like figured you were somewhere. Well, but then, he but said, why would the beginning be, I'm sure you've heard. But uh, he literally says you weren't there. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, like. We got a live reaction. Yeah. So, okay, well, anyway. That was dumb. So, well, hey, you know. It, it, it's, it's <laughs> well, not nah, your part on his. I don't. Well, yeah. He's never going to listen to this. No, he might. No, he I might. Know. He'll listen to NWL stuff. No, Marty is NWL stuff, I guess. Fair enough. Okay, you know? so you did the thing and with cocaine. TNA. So we won't. <laughs> 
We don't. How did we, you get we, to TNA? Yeah, let's talk about. I'm TNA. sure you answered that a lot, but yeah, I, I, I actually know. no. I feel like other people actually don't know about it. So um, I got contacted. I don't even know what year it was. Um, all right, let's see. 2016. I worked. That was my last year. 2000. I want to say 2014, maybe 2013, 14. I got contacted by Christy Hemi. Um, I had met Dave Lagana, who worked for originally for Ring of Honor, and then he had moved to Impact. And I had made. I'd met Lagana. At a taping for Ring of Honor in New York. Okay. And he said uh, when he first met me, he thought I was like really carried. I wasn't wrestling that day or anything. He said he thought I was like really, really pretty girl, whatever. My hair was straight at that point. I was straightening my hair at that point. Um, he said he thought I was a really pretty girl, but he was just like, oh, she's just another pretty girl. Like there's nothing to her. Until I started uh, like just wearing my hair natural. Until I started being myself and just like having fun and and whatever. And so he had been keeping an eye on me. And I'm going to share something with you guys that actually not a lot of people know. Well, a lot of not a lot of people will know even that. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Fair but yeah. about um, 300, 400 might know. After okay, this. well, probably twenty, <laughs> including right, like it. the three of us who downloaded. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, myself, Candice LeRae, okay, and Santana Garrett, um, got brought in to OVW. They wanted to try us out together. They wanted to see something for us. Um, they had originally wanted us to actually come to St. Louis. I don't know why I tapped you. Like I'm like St. Louis. Yeah. They had actually wanted us you, to come to St. Louis, but mayor. as you guys know, St. Mm-hmm. Louis is a state that you need blood work for. Yes. Oh, and so it was going to be very difficult. It was like literally like, hey, can you get blood work? All this stuff in the next three days. And I was like, I could, but it's going to be very difficult. So she was like, you know what? We'll give you guys an extra week. We'll bring you down to OVW instead. They brought the three of us in. They had an idea for the three of us. So like a trio. Yes. Okay. And they wouldn't tell us what it was. Just that it was going to be an amazing, amazing, like, super badass group of girls. Like, nothing had ever been seen before. Mm. I don't know. Why are you laughing? Why are because, you like, that that's such, like, a skeezy thing to say. Like, don't worry. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. You're going to love it. Well, what is it? I can't tell you. I can't you, tell you. But you're going to love it. You're going to be badass. <laughs> it's super cool. Keep going. And so the three of us, you know, they were like, yeah, like, blah, blah, blah. You guys are going to love it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. We tried out. Um, myself and Candice were both told that we need more experience. That we were not, um, we were not kind of up to par to what they wanted at for TNA at the time. They signed, they signed Santana right away. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually know Santana. I we do know as her well. dad. Yeah, he passed away. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kenny. Rest in peace, Um, So that happened, and then they were like, you know what? We're gonna bring you in for another tryout. They brought us in for another tryout, a tryout in St. Louis this time. Um, cool, same thing. They were like, you know, we think you're really good. Gail Kim really liked me. Gail Kim really took a liking to me, and she was like, hey, here's my number. Anything you need, advice on diet, advice on stuff in the ring, whatever, whatever you need, here's my number, contact me, I'm here to help you. And she did. Uh, Gail is amazing and I love her forever for that. So I feel like Jackson's getting bored. He's like no, zoned well, I'm, out. I'm, I'm, I'm he's like zoned listen. out. So yeah, he does, if he doesn't look at you, he's actually listening to Oh, okay, to you. cool, perfect. So um, that makes so much sense because he's always making eye contact with me. He's yeah. not listening. Cool. Nope, not a word. So, all right, so whatever, we, um, that happens. Still don't get signed. And they're like, hey, we have another idea. We want to bring you in for the girls' knockout, uh, the knockouts, knockdown, whatever that was called. Like, knockout. Sure. Yeah, pay per view. KKK. Knockouts, knockdown, knock around. Surely they didn't call it that. I surely <laughs> I did not call it that. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's TNA. They might. <laughs> <laughs> but we show up or whatever, and they're like, hey, you're going to go against uh, ODB, which I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that was like my TNA dream match, was working with uh, ODB. Because I think she's so funny. And I think our, like, we had, we had such similar personalities. Mm-hmm. And like, right away, when she came up to me, I was like, hey, I have this idea, this idea, this idea. I was like, you can put me in the corner, hit me with your crotch thing, and then do this. And she was just like, yeah, all right. And then that's when they were like, you and Rockstar Spud, Rockstar Spud's going to fall in love with you. 
I was like, cool. This is cool because it gives me a storyline. Like, I had a storyline that paid me from the beginning to the end. It was actually really fun. And so, cool, that happens. They're like, we like you, but um, we have nothing for you right now. And I was like, oh, okay, of course. And they were having another pay-per-view. And then they were like, hey, we're not going to bring you in because John Gaberic, big, at that point, who was uh, head of talent relations, he, and like, this is, it sounded like such a bullshit line that I was like, whatever. Like, You're this rolling is, your eyes right now. I, I was <laughs> rolling my eyes then too because I, I got told, hey, we have seen everything we want from you. We don't have to bring you in. We know we want to hire you. And I was like, yeah, okay. Sure enough, like two weeks later, I got a, a message from, I got signed through text message. I actually have a, I have a screenshot of it. I got signed through a text message where it was like, hey, are you really, are you available for these dates? And I was like, yeah, I am. And they're like, okay, cool. We want to roll you out into a character. We can pay you this, this, and this. Uh, we're going to bring you in, blah, blah, blah. You're going to be working with me at Yim, and there's going to be another girl in the group. So fun fact, the dollhouse was originally supposed to be myself, Santana, and Candace. Well. And that's full circle. Yeah, that yeah that's a good story yeah. right there. It's a good story. So yeah, so I, that's how I ended up at DNA. Um, and then another fun, another fun little story, the night before... Uh, we made our debut is when they decided they were going to go with Taryn. Up until the, basically the day of, they had no idea who the leader of the dollhouse was going to be. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were throwing around a bunch of different names. Angelina's name was thrown in. Kong's name was thrown in. They eventually went with Taryn. They were kind of like, we'll see what happens. Taryn has never worked heel in her entire career. Ever, ever, ever. Never had a match as a heel. And freaking came in and just, just killed so her. So who did they take out to put her in? Nobody. They also had nobody. They yeah, they had oh, nobody. Okay, yeah. Jackson doesn't watch TNA. He never no, has. Ever I since they didn't sign Adam Pearce. <laughs> yeah, I said that there. I'd never watch it again. Yeah, he I did not. Yeah, well, uh, that's not true. We've watched some Kingston stuff. Yeah. That's I'm like sorry. Um, that's horrible. So you did the run in TNA, and then did you pretty much went from there to NWL? Yeah. Um, why? Like, why, like I really, like, so NWL is an upstart <laughs> promotion. You had been around wrestling enough at that yeah. time to feel like, okay, so wait a minute. This millionaire is going to pay people mm -hmm. salary and insurance? Yeah, bullshit. So one of my best friends is um, Allison Kay, mm -hmm. uh, also known as Sienna. If you mm -hmm. know her recent work in TNA, which you don't, you know her as I know AK. her as Allison Kay, yeah. AIW. We so she her. is one she of my... This. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. That's not true. Um, Probably don't even remember. It. She's Back one of my best like friends. That. And so on the way home, I, I got flown in to, uh, to try out for this job. First of all, I am such a good bullshitter that I actually auditioned for the commentary job. At NWL. Because, fun fact, I had done one match of commentary at AIW, and I think it was Kingston's match. And so <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I've done commentary before, and I talked up such a big game that they actually had me come in, and then I didn't, I, I, I ended up trying out for uh, the backstage role, but I got here because I bullshitted my way so well into being, like, I think well, for... Not that great because you didn't get the job. Well, but but I, I mean, I'm well, well enough no, to get the interview. Yeah, well enough to get the interview and get a job. Yeah. Like, but yeah, but if I'm running that, like, so was Chris there when you came in? Yeah. Well, hell, if I'm Chris, though, I would have looked at that as you, out of anyone in the company, were the only one that people, like, knew. knew. Yeah. But that's so why he, I got to keep should, my name. He should have hired you just based off they, of that. I was, I was hired basically on the spot. Like, before I left, I was told, yeah. you have this job. And, um,. I went home and I called AK on my way home and I was like, hey, I need your advice. Like, I'm not sure like if I should do this, like what, like what, what I should do. And so I was telling her like, hey, this is what they're offering, this, this, and this. And she's like, wait, this is a wrestling company, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, you know, they're offering healthcare, they're offering salary, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hold on, wrestling company, right? And I was like, yes, this is a wrestling company. And so it just, 
I was in the I was in the transitional period. I was in a very big transitional period in my life at that point. I needed to leave Ohio. And so um, at that point, TNA had not used me on television for a few months. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at home and I didn't have a guaranteed contract. So if I wasn't wrestling for them, I wasn't making any money for them. Is that how that works? Like they, they just sign you to like... Was it, is it like NWO where they sign you to dates, but then they choose when the dates are? Or is it like, yeah. we signed you, and then we'll let you know when we need you? Basically, yeah. Like, okay. Um, so, and the thing is, too, like, when we started, the dollhouse was such a big, like, part of TNA that we were on every single taping. I was making so much money with TNA. It was amazing. I was, I was making money, and we were on every single TV taping, even if we weren't wrestling. And my contract was per appearance, not per wrestling. Okay. So, literally, yeah. me cutting a promo... And cutting a 15-second promo that ended up on an episode and then cutting another promo that ended up on another episode, I got paid for both episodes. I was getting paid per episode. It was amazing. Dude, nice. The contracts have changed a lot from what I hear, but that was my contract. It was a great contract. I was very happy with it. Um, Jess is taking a call right now, so we can just we can probably just... You're fine. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, yeah. he's doing show shit. Yeah, yeah, we are recording this before ladies' night, so you're going to hear me every now and then have to check something. Have to. I'm just messing with him because it's fun. Um, but okay. I ha- I'd been kept home for a while at that point. They didn't have anything for me. They kept like, oh yeah, you know, we'll bring you in for next one. Hey, we're going to go to India soon. We'll bring you in for that. We're going to bring you in for that, bring you in for that. And this opportunity came up and I was like, well, they wanted me to start January 1st. Like technically my start date was like in January and my contract was up in March. And so I was like, well, I don't know. So I called, I called big and I was like, hey, like I've been trying to get in contact with them for a while. I finally got a hold of them. And they're like, yeah, we want to bring you in to do some vignettes with this guy. And I was like, I'm going to think about it, but I feel like the vignettes aren't going to do anything. Like, it's just going to be like, hey, we're going to do a vignette, and then we're going to be done. And so I finally called him, and I was like, hey, I like my release. And he was like, you know, we love you. We appreciate everything you've done. We appreciate, you know, your work here. Everybody likes you, and the door is always open. Who was the guy? Do you remember? Yeah. Who? Marche Rocket. Really? Yeah. Ah, that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, because so at that point, um, after I left the dollhouse, I was doing more of like this like New Yorker type of. It was like it was basically just like more me kind of thing, um, and so they kind of wanted me to to like explore that a little bit more. And I think you know he's a quiet dude, yeah. so they wanted to put me with with a guy that I could speak for, and I think that was the idea. But then I think he either asked for his release a few months later or not. So I know that I made the right decision. Yeah. And leaving and and leaving and asking well, for gar- release guaranteed money. Is hard to give up, and yeah. I don't like we don't talk exact numbers on the podcast, but except the, for when it comes to costume budgets, yeah. But yeah, at, at, at least we I can say that like these, these were real money contracts. They were. Like, I was <laughs> I was making more with NWL, I think, than I had in any other office job, and I've been working since I was sixteen years old. Yeah, me so, too. Well, not working office jobs. It was more money than I've ever. Well, made. no, I mean, right, I've, street hustle yeah. doesn't count. You yeah. can't put that on your four hundred one k asshole. You can. You just have to word it different. That's true. So you come into NWL. <laughs> That's true. I think I was hired way after you, maybe. No, yeah. I was hired. Um, technically, I was hired in November, and I started it in December. I was flying. Oh. I was flying in and out in December. Well, shit, that, I'm wrong then, because yeah. I, I, well, I was hired in August is when I. Oh God. But no. you weren't supposed to start until way late. No, I wasn't supposed to start till January, but I, I wanted to be in on the creative calls for Thank St. God. Louis because I didn't want. I didn't want that getting... 
Why? Not not fucked. I don't Don't know. you like Matt Blue and Davey Vega? <laughs> Matt Blue? Or, Matt, Matt Blue and Davey Cardinal? Was that it? Yeah. It was Matt I think Blue those are like the original names. Yeah. yeah. yeah I actually like those better than Gibson and, and I don't. Come no. on. Blue yeah. and Cardinal? Yeah. Well, that's why you weren't on creative. Mark. Oh, and, Ke- and Kev wants me to let it know that it was Sebastian Todd Letterman. Major also told me that S-T-O. the whole Todd Letterman thing was Kevin's idea. So if he listens to the podcast, just know that that's out there. Gotcha, Kevin. Sebastian Todd Letterman, STL. You were the only one who loves it. Let's make this more obvious. Mine would have been like Steve. No, no, it would have been like something like NY. So it would have been like Nina York or something. Wow, you just put Nina in front of instead. I'm surprised you just put Nueva York. That's my name. I'm Nueva York. Like what? That's no. With an E at the end, so you don't get sued. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I, I I'm very appreciative of that time. It's it's weird because it like dropped me in the middle of I don't know. I'm a very like everything happens for a reason kind of person. When NWL closed in April, it was like it was pretty crappy, and I was stuck, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 Missouri because I had an apartment, I had a lease. Um, right, which was the difference between like me yeah. and you is I didn't have to move, so. I covered that on the last podcast. Like, for me, when he shut it down, I was at home. And I was like, yeah, okay, it's over. Time to file unemployment, relaunch Anarchy, move on. Where for other people, and and you were one of them, you had moved. And now you're in Kansas City, and you just lost your job. The problem, too, is, like, the full-time guys that moved here, I don't know if you guys have covered, like, what what NWO covered for them, their living expenses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They had an apartment Mm -hmm. apartment that NWO paid for. Right. So if Doc, Maverick... um, who else was left at that point? Twins. Well, no, the, the twins, well, that the twins are from there. Like, I think like at that Jack, point it was Foster. just... Foster but, and Thor? Yeah, but Thor had moved there with his, with his wife. Hoodie? Yeah, and Hoodie... Me and Hoodie lived together, actually. Okay. Yeah. But Hoodie went back home because for him, it was cheaper to pay rent here than it was to break the lease. Our lease was expensive to break. I didn't have a place to go back to. I'd left Ohio for because I'd broken up with my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have a home to go back to. So I was kind of stuck here. Right. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to figure out, like, what's up? Like, I have a, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life, but my lease isn't up till September. Or, like, October. October, I think it, was, it wasn't up to. So I'm like, all right, we're going to see what happens. And then um, about a month later, I got a phone call from Telemundo about uh, doing a TV show for them. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about that, us working together, and other fun stuff. But it probably won't be fun. Uh, so here's a here's a food for thoughts or you know whatever. Well, I hope you enjoyed that food for thought. I'm sure it was relevant to whatever we were talking about or whatever <laughs> happened in that week because we like record these. I don't even know when this will go off because the next one is Ladies Night, the actual podcast. Right, we'll talk about the, that shit show. But then the next then we, oh God. It might not be. We haven't yet. Has even happened. <laughs> it hasn't even happened yet. That's uh, why I can say it in advance. If I'm wrong, I'm this wrong. This will come out. Because they get the bonus podcast. That's yeah. why it's a bonus. So this will come out the week next week. So No, it comes out the, the following. Because there was, the, there was the, the one before. Let's not get into this. I, say, I don't know what the fuck's happening. We'll you don't even care about the product, Marty. Just promote it. This will be the next <laughs> podcast we come out with. The next official a- after podcast. After the fucking yeah. one recapping the show. So, yeah. all right, Marty. So we're with TNA Impact star currently, Marty <laughs> Current. <laughs> Wait, why did the dollhouse end? Like, did, did they just not have anything for you guys? No, um, there was just a lot of. Uh, so we had Taryn. Taryn got um, very injured okay. and had to quit wrestling. Oh Jesus! What did yeah. she do now? Um, her head. What she just. Oh, what's she doing now? She's yeah. doing stunts. She went back to doing stunts. Somehow, so she hurt her head. Safer. Yeah. 
I mean, I kind of believe it's it safer. Doing, yeah, yeah, it's safer for her safer. to do stunt work than it yeah. is for her to wrestle. Okay, I actually. So then that, that happened. So then we had, um, then it was just, uh, then we had Rebel join us, and then it was the three of us and Rebel, and then we had Kong join us, which was so much fun because most people do not know that Awesome Kong is one of the funniest humans on this planet. I like she her work. It's so Netflix funny. Yeah. Yes, on Glow, she is so funny. That's why, like, when that stuff happened. So we went to the UK, and then there was an incident between Awesome Kong and Ruby Sky, and Kong got sent home. Okay. Oh, yeah, I read yeah. about that. So that caused us to... And Marty's about to lay it all out on the line. All I'm going to tell everything that happened. No, I mean, it's, it's literally everything that, I mean, that was reported. Is she, they sure. got into an altercation okay. um, backstage, and Kong was the aggressor in the altercation. And so Kong was sent home. This was the day before we were having the first ever women's lock- lethal lockdown match. Um, so we ended up having it without her. So when we came back, um, she just wasn't with us anymore. I think she might have been released from her car. Co- I'm not sure what happened. Okay. Suspended. Something happened to where they were like, well, we're just going to split you guys up. Uh, we'll figure something else out. And then uh, Mia won the, t- the title. And then J- uh, Rebel and I were a team for a little bit. It was, There were just so many changes. There were just people coming in and out of the dollhouse. And eventually it was just like done. Done, yeah. Okay. And then I feuded with Mia for a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, it was just... Okay. Fun side story, because I don't yeah. know when we'll ever get to talk. I actually got to hit on Mia, uh, not Mia, sorry, Awesome Kong at some indie show that was that was promoted. What do you mean you got to hit on her? I mean, I I, I flirted with her. Like, you you didn't, like, you did it, not like somebody was like, hey, like, Yeah, no, I, I flirted with her. Oh, like, okay. I sat down next to her and, like, hit on her. You uh, know what? That'd be a very cute couple. Thank you. Um, and, I'd be into that. I, I ship that. Yeah, I ship that. thank you. Um, and the promoter was a gentleman who cross-dressed. Okay. And at the end of it, in order to get out of paying the guys, he pretended to have a heart attack. Oh my God! I have heard about this guy. Yeah, yeah. he went into a seizure, in which I seizure, looked down sorry. at him. Yes. I looked down at him. I looked at like the wrestlers, <laughs> but I just go, "Someone better help this guy out." <laughs> I stepped over him, and this went on. He stepped over the guy, <laughs> having did, a fucking. He, okay, but did he really have a seizure? No. 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 Okay. Bullshit. Called an ambulance and everything. I've heard about. I don't know if it's the same person, but it might be multiple people. So if multiple you're multiple cross-dressing promoters that have seizures, well, no, I've heard. Amazing call. I've heard of of a promoter who fakes a heart attack. Okay. At the end of his shows to oh, not pay the oh, that I mean, nothing surprised me. But this happened, and it, this was a total shit show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think me, him, and Kong were the only three people on this thing that had any training. And oh, we were God. the open, working with each other. At about, I don't know, three matches into the show, we didn't really say a word. We didn't know her outside of introducing ourselves and him being an idiot and hitting on her. We had never met her before. I introduced myself to, his, to people as Glacier. And she, uh, <laughs> she just came up to us. She looked at us and goes... You guys don't normally work here, do you? And we're like, oh no, we don't oh, have any no, fucking no, idea no, what no, this no. is. We're just here for the money. And it was horrible. Uh, the girl she worked with couldn't tell you who she was, but it, it, Kong beat the shit out. It was great. <laughs> it was great. But yeah, this promoter, which I don't give a shit if you cross dress in your free time, just pay me money when you say you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit if you cross dress in your professional <laughs> but time. I, but I, but I would. I, appre- I I at least appreciate the fake seizure, I guess. I little <laughs> the theatrics of it. The DA trying to just skip town. So. We did get paid, though. Just, just yeah, okay. well, yeah, but not from him. No, we, we he was seizuring. There. No, we, but we were there. Our guarantee was being paid by Derek. Remember Derek from Indiana? Oh, yeah. He did sound for them, yep. and he was paying us the whole yep. time. Thanks, so Derek. We got paid. I don't know if anyone else did. I would say no. 
I would bet so money. Probably got you transitioned yeah. from TNA. Well, that's why the seizure happened. <laughs> to NWL. You're doing the backstage announcing. And I think maybe the first person you had really good chemistry with, I would say, was probably Dorian. I was, was going to say... I was, I was like trying to say something funny. I was trying to get something funny out because I thought you were going to say your name. No. So I was trying to get something funny. Yeah. We, Me we. and uh, Dorian actually had really good chemistry. Want to hear a little another little side story? No. Me and Dorian had... I'm going to tell anyways. <laughs> Me and Dorian had such good chemistry. The video for um, MERS, uh, for Same Way, which is a Tech Nine. Um, Tech Nine was actually also featured on it. It's for Strange Music. Yeah. They originally wanted me and Dorian. Really? Yeah, they wanted Dorian um, because does Mers, Dorian know this? Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. Okay. No, because so okay. So when I got reached out, I was like, "Ha ha, Dorian! <laughs> you done fucked up. I now, cost mother. you your job." <laughs> no. So what happened was, Mers is a big, big wrestling fan. He had no idea NWO was a thing. This when he was living here. This was his last album he did with uh, Strange Music when he was moving back to California. I uh, live he in found California. out. Oh, you guys can hang out. He loves wrestling. You guys oh, can yeah. hang out. He wouldn't like Jake. Continue. No one does. No one does. That's oh, that's another. Yeah, I. Ooh, we'll talk about that later. I do not make good impressions. You do not make good impressions. Talk <laughs> no. about that right now. For the longest time, I was like, I don't like him, and he doesn't like me. Oh, I, I thought you hated me. I was like, and yeah. I was like, well, fuck this guy. And I forgot what I think it was the night that we all went out to the office. Okay. That finally, I was like, oh, okay. I think David was like, no, that's just the way he is. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. he's fine. I get you it. He's a production a meeting, idiot, and I can't remember what you were doing. Something happened, so we had to sit like maybe Maverick bitched about something shockingly. Uh, where <laughs> you leave Ryan? Where right? you? Something happened where we had to say, hey. Don't do that because they're going to use it in the main event. And every time Major would say something in the rundown, you would go, "Hey, you would go, hey, wait, hey, Maverick, are you going to use that in the main event?" And he kept getting madder and madder. And when that fucking production meeting ended, he was like, "Fuck that! I'm going to fucking hit that guy." Because you just kept doing it. Oh, hey, Maverick, are you going to do that in the main event? I don't remember that, but I can totally picture it. Like, I mean, does not shock me whatsoever. This is a man that hit the American Dragon with a fucking dodgeball and then told him to get the fuck out of the business. The wrestling business. <laughs> Greatest of all time. He told him, get the fuck out of the business. Man, what can I say? But yeah, I you and Dorian. Be, uh, Dorian they, so, okay. Okay, so that. Dorian, um, they wanted Dorian. And so I reached out. So I, like, when I when I got emailed about being in the video, I told Hoodie, because I don't know who Murs was. I don't listen to hip hop. So Hoodie was, like, freaking out about it. So I was like, Man, I know Hoodie would love to do this video. And obviously, listen, KC. But I was like, no, I'm not going to be shady. I'm not going to be, like, shy like that. So I reached out to Dorian. And Dorian said he had school. Wow. And because it was going to be filmed in KC, he couldn't take off that much time to come do it. So then I reached out to Hoodie. And long story short, Hoodie uh, actually works for Strange Music now. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so a badass job. It all works out. Uh, yeah, so but yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. When they, uh, a serious question. Um, yeah, I, can't, I can never tell. All right. That's fair. Um, when they hired you, was it was there any expectations for you to wrestle, or was it never. just for backstage? No, he one hundred percent. I don't like women's wrestling. I could never have, happen. I could okay. have answered that. Never <laughs> yeah. happen because I wanted her to wrestle Dorian because they yeah. had such yeah. good chemistry. We did. Like, we should eventually yeah. have her wrestle Dorian, and it would have been literally like he gets in my face, I trip him over the ref or something. Somebody comes out, gives him a big move. I beat him. Like, that would have been... It wouldn't have been him... Like, it wouldn't have been us running spots. It wouldn't have been any of that. But we had such good chemistry. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. We just... We just clicked. And um, that was that was really, really fun. Like, I, I really enjoyed all my segments with him. Actually, fun fact. Another fun little fact. 
a clip of mine and his one of his um, promos is actually in my in my video reel that I sent out to. That's on like that I send out to everybody, and that's like what I use my use to promote myself outside of the wrestling business. So yeah. good job, Dorian. Uh, near the end, before I was forced to turn face when I was a heel, and I kept doing those like one minute, like mm-hmm. thirty second matches. You were supposed to be the final one. Like, yeah, I wanted I, that too. Yeah, I pitched that though. Can we make that happen here? Yeah, sure. Well, I don't want to give away any booking. Oh, over just the kidding. We're not doing that. But yeah, that's what I wanted. I was like, I was like, all these people squash me, and then Marty comes out, and they're like, oh, and then you beat her. I'm like, fuck no. Like, I go to do something, and she just hits me with her finish. One, two, three, and like, and then I what was do you actually, do? I was actually talking about that with someone recently. Your match with Outlaw in KC, <laughs> where like you did something, he rolls you up. Yeah, like I, I literally because you're not a wrestler. Like you shouldn't be like, oh, I'm a locker. It was literally like the shark bait one's my favorite one. He's like, all right, Karate Kid, I'll give you the first shot. Roundhouse knocks him clean out. Match is uh, over. I, what was funny is the, the the outlaw thing. I pitched all day, and they're like, "No, you're having a full match." Yeah. And then I don't remember who runs long. But Matt's like, "Hey, your idea? You're doing it now." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, free money." I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but he added literally the, like a thirty second match. Yeah, he added the caveat, but but then he's got to hit you with the elbow afterwards. I'm like, "You sure?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I mean, all I got to do is yeah, compromise." Yeah. Yeah. But um, all right, so uh. So Dorian, yeah, so Dorian was like my best chemistry, but let's not forget how good my chemistry was with Matt Jackson. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with the, you know, like Matthew we had chemistry Jackson. two different ways, I think. There was the on screen. Yeah. And then I was the agent for pretty much everything yeah. that you did in NWL. You were, like, you're pat still. Pat yourself on yeah, the back. Yeah, you know what? Hey, I'm going to pat him on the back. I'm not joking. Because like, nobody else will. <laughs> there were so many times that, like. Even after, I feel like even for Journey or any other, like there's been multiple times when I've been like, God, I hope, I wish Matt was here. Like just to just to make sense of things because you, it, we got to the point where you knew my abilities, you knew what I couldn't do, you knew what I could do, and you knew how to hide flaws, which I think is very important. Um, and you just, you you were really good with coming up with like small little transitions well, and just figuring and out me, what, what made sense. What made it neat for me is I couldn't wrestle anymore. And granted, Still can't. granted I don't miss most of the in-ring. Like, I do miss putting together the matches. And that is what this agenting, I I was still able to to do do that. So I was able to still creatively put together wrestling matches, which is what I've always liked that part of wrestling. And especially because, like, I was never a super athlete. So getting to. I know. It may shock you to know. Your finishing move used to be a shooting star press, but stop in midair. 450. 450. Those were in my younger days. I haven't been able to do that for years. Okay. So, like, if I'm getting to go help agent, like, a fucking Regal Twins match, they can do shit that I never could do. So I'm able to put together stuff like that sometimes and be like, oh, I could never have fucking did this. In my older days, my younger days, <laughs> shit. Haku. <laughs> In the olden days, none of that footage exists, but it's it's, it's happened. You just have to take my word for it. I, I will. I really enjoyed though doing that, and then like the shit we did on camera. Like mm-hmm. I actually tried to find the other day. I couldn't find it though. The backstage we did where I was fucking curling like the two pound fucking weights. There's so much, so there is a lot of stuff that has been put back on on YouTube that the whole I YouTube need to, channel's up. Well, then that stuff maybe just never went. Maybe that stuff was never put up. Well, major, not because no, it has to be because I've I've watched it. I just don't know where it is, but major, like reactivated the YouTube. Like you can find NWL, but YouTube. it says like NWL X now. Yeah, it has yeah. an X at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back because there are there is other stuff I want to download. 
um, well, for my reel, and I want to get for my reel. But that Casey rat wrestling, yeah. she like they did a lot of that for yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And yeah, thank that, you. Guys. That was cool. Yeah, when I came when I came back from 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 the TV show, I because I it was it all a lot of the stuff happened while I was gone. So like, there's people that I hadn't seen. Um, like I just saw Maverick in Texas um, last week, and that was the first time I'd seen them since like June. No, what, since July. What were you doing in Texas? I was visiting uh, one of the girls on my team. I was visiting her, and then I was wrestling for World Class in in Dallas. Okay. So I went down to Houston to so meet one of the girls from my team. Let's cool. dive into that real quick. Reality TV, Marty. Yeah. Bell, when are you getting me on Big Brother, dude? So it's actually it's interesting because that's sort of so. Telemundo, which is like the biggest, you know, everybody, white people know what Telemundo is. I yes, don't think I, I have to explain it. I do. Yeah. You don't, so, you know. but I do, yeah. I do know what it is. If Jackson knows, I feel like I don't have to explain it. You know, okay. that's like the, that's like my Midwestern gauge. Um, so <laughs> I had auditioned a few years ago for, they were doing Gran Hermano, which is Big Brother. Okay. But mm. they were doing it for Telemundo. I had auditioned for that a few years ago and I didn't get in. I made it to like the last stage, like I was brought in. I was le- I was left as a replacement. So basically, if any of the guys who the, like the the ten whatever that got selected, if one of them for whatever reason couldn't do it, got sick, something happened, I was in. Nothing. Uh, so then nothing came from that. But I stayed in contact with the casting agent. She contacted me a year later to ask me to do Master Chef Latino. I can't cook. Aww, so remember we were gonna do a cooking. show. I know that would have been amazing cooking with. Yeah, and then we end up just. We, can, we should still do that. Maybe next time I come, I we'll do one episode. See. We can do... Well, Rick knows we how to edit. Well, I have... Yeah, you're right. I have like a YouTube channel that I don't upload anything to, but that'd be really cool, funny content. First video. We'll have to Let's find us it. a ghetto apartment, though, because that was the cellar. Or there's the kitchen back there. I really liked it better in the No, ghetto. yeah, it has to be okay. like... It has to be like a crappy apartment. I'm well, sure we can find my it. My dad lives in the ghetto still. He'll uh, you just come next in for time a weekend. Come, we'll yeah, next time I come... I will come in just to hang out. I don't even have to come in for a show. I'm not kidding. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so I audition I didn't audition for that because I was like, no, I'm not gonna like embarrass myself and like somehow with my luck I'll end up getting picked for the show and show up and be like, here's how you boil water. Like I don't I don't like no. So then they contacted me and they're like, all right, this one's more up your alley. It's for athletes, it's kind of like Survivor meets the challenge. And I was like, that sounds cool. I started looking up more into it. I looked into the uh, previous season that had been done in Mexico and I was like, this is really cool. And so I ended up doing it, and it was, like, the most challenging thing I've ever done in my entire life. It was the most amazing thing I've done in my entire life. It was, like, completely life-changing. I came back from that a completely new person, um, and I was uh, – I love it. I just went back um, and filmed two more episodes with the second season. Uh, so I got invited back for the second season, and it's been pretty awesome. It's been a really cool experience. I love reality television. Um, my dream is, like, to work on freaking, like, the challenge. So if anybody has a hookup on MTV, like – Hook your girl up. Hear that, Jason Klein? Get yeah. this girl on. Right gonna, here. I was going to message Dan Walsh. He's our, he's our other. Oh, yeah. I can, hear, I can yeah. hear Gary out there. Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah. They can't. So, I would love to. That's like that's what I would do with my life. Hear I want to be a reality I television Hopefully, star. they can't. No, I hope you. I hope you do get that. You know? As much as Marty, if you ever you. get me on Big Brother, that would be cool. Me or Chris. Because me and Chris are me and Goff are both. Oh, Goff. Yeah. Goff. Oh, um, Goff. If oh you guys love off in that house. Oh my god. Good God. Are what are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> god damn it, it was your day to do the fucking dishes. There's like two dishes there. What the fuck? He'd have impressions of everyone in the house. Oh, oh but god, he's so yeah. good. He can't do my he can't do me. I don't have there's nothing that stands out about my voice or my demeanor that people can um You're like, so generic. I am. Yeah. It's great. I'm just like 
So oh, one thing that people liked in our NWL podcast, we got a few more minutes, mm-hmm. was uh, I talked about how when we would do these conference calls, oh, God. that I would always, like, I guess not be happy enough on the yep. conference call, <laughs> and you guys would always... Uh, it, it literally be like, say good morning. Good morning, Marty. Good morning. <laughs> It'd be like, are you, are you okay, Jackson? Yeah, I'm great. Like <laughs> time of my life. Yeah. I was attacked by a dog once on the conference call. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> I know. Mean, he really was. I had to take the call outside, uh, and at that time, I was living back in the old neighborhood, uh, fucking ghetto na- neighborhood I lived in. And well, really, here's the whole story of it, and it's kind of sad, actually. Is oh, oh god! god. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, let's end on a really so sad note. The downstairs let's do it. neighbors had a dog. Yeah. This dog was left outside during this conference call, whatever. Little fucking dog attacks me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I hang up the phone, get the dog away from me, call back in. Come to find out, months later, my dad hear this dog barking all the time. Uh, finally, calls like the landlord and goes, hey, this dog's constantly barking. I haven't really seen him outside lately. What's going on? Oh, God. Landlord comes over, goes in their apartment. They're both in there dead. They both OD'd on heroin, died in the apartment. Dog had been in there for like a week and a half on its own. You want to make up a happy ending? Oh my god! That's a. That's and then Jackson think. adopted the dog. No, and it's great. Like, no, just he didn't even let you know. That's life in the ghetto right there. That's, <laughs> oh my that's, god. that's harsh life right there. Elvis Presley yeah. sang about it. That's cold like hard it. facts. Yeah. All right. On well, that note, well, um, right, no, no, let's end on a happy. Are we gonna note. rap with that? Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's and, terrible. So, um, so what was the what was the first time I met you? What did I do? Because I don't remember. Oh, how I don't know. I you were just like you were just a dick. I, I just were just being. You were just a dick. That's yeah. Him. And yeah. it's so funny because I remember telling you like, I telling Jackson like I love the St. Louis crowd. Like I like the St. Louis boys. I like the St. Louis roster. Like they're St. already Louis nice. Better than Kansas. Well, not. Yeah. I, I meant like just. The people, like, I liked coming out here. I liked coming out here to do street team. I enjoyed hanging out with you guys. So you mean to tell me you'd rather hang out with Vega, me, Fitchett, Gary, than Mark Sterling <laughs> and the King Brothers? I don't know. They bro. didn't last that long. <laughs> are you, I, yeah, I know. Are you sure? With the King Brothers, I would have just, like, eaten really good pizza, so I don't know. You know, one of them, you know, just to be fair, has lost a shit ton of I have heard that. I, I don't... I seen uh-huh. him at, the fir- at either... It was either the Anarchy show in Kansas or the First Journey show. I didn't even recognize him. I don't know what they look like, so I would not know. Dude's down to like a buck seventy. Yeah, bullshit, dude. I'll find you, King brother. He's down to like a buck seventy. Okay, props to him. So go on, Marty. You're like, I'd rather hang out with the St. Louis guys, but I feel there's an (laughs) exception. I feel like there's an exception, except for you know, for uh. I don't even know what name am I supposed to call you here? Like, what name am I? Can I call him Jake? Because okay. I'm about to tell a good story to wrap. Okay, it. yeah, let's oh, fuck off. So let's tell a good Jake story for years, and I'm sure he knows it's a rib now. But for a long time, he didn't know. But me, him, and Gary used to always tell Mike Seidel that we worked together. We had started a business called mm-hmm. Petrie's Poop Scoop Emporium. Emporium, <laughs> and that we would drive around the local parks and pick up dog shit for a living. And our, I was like, yeah, Sounds man. Sounds plausible. Yeah. Our I mean, logo, I believe I like, it. Our logo is just like the shit emoji, but it's the Ghostbuster signal. And either he That's was... That's amazing. Either he was just humoring us, or he really bought it, and he would always, like, every time he'd see us, and I mean for years, would be like, how's the, uh... How's the poop scoop business going? I'd be like, ah, it's, you know, it's a rough season right now with it being winter. 
But we had Petrie's poop scoop. We picked up dog shit for a living. That sounds amazing. Like yeah. you guys should really do this. This is like. But when we think about it, and you tell someone that, and you keep that shit going for years, it's probably why people don't fucking like it. <laughs> yeah, really I mean, think about it. Okay, so like you and Gary are fine by yourselves. I'm just this fucking no. complete oddity. No. Like Who people, hits Brian, the American Dragon, Dragon Brian Daniels, I got it, fucker. But like, yeah, like I'm like, what did somebody say? Like uh, eclectic. I'm very eclectic. Yeah, person. that's a good word to say. Yes, that's, that, a, that's a well, nice way of saying what a fucking you're a fucking weird weirdo. Asshole. Yes, the only person that's ever been really mean to me is Cole Cabana. By the way, Aww. he's oh, like, I, you're lucky. He's the only one. Yeah, I know. Like, what we were at PWCS. Yeah, we were at PWCS. So, so if you're a PWCS fan and hate Cole Cabana, here's another reason why. He's like, oh, I, I want to like you so much, Jake, but you're so fucking weird. I can never. And I was like. Oh god! Oh, oh god! Yeah, it, it hit hard. Yeah, no, I I was like, but yeah, wow, yeah. this guy's a dick. Yeah, yeah. But now we're best friends, so Most that's cool. True, we talk a lot. Guts. It's true, and like I don't you know how many bookings I've lost. Let's get it over the we year. Kept, but we kept the good ones because people uh, hated Jake. I could have been on top. I could have been working Corrigan Hall. We got, no, you couldn't have ever. We got <laughs> you could have slung dogs in Corrigan Hall, which I would have been happy to do. I got a lot of pictures from your wedding. Oh yeah, of them being real drunk at it. Oh, Did you have a good time? God, I well, I wasn't. Invited. You were there. I wasn't invited. Oh, you were in Wichita. It's the only show I ever missed because I was mm. boxing you. Yeah. Oh, I was drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a good but time. that's the last time I've ever been that drunk. Yeah. I remember Vega coming out of the gas station. He had this big ass thing of donuts. I go, oh, you got donuts? Let me see. He opens them. I go, oh, you got a powdered donut? I took it, fucking smoked him right in the face with it. Oh, I was trashed. I, I felt bad for it. Cause... No, you didn't. No, I did because no, I, I took that donut and smoked it. He was drunk. It. He didn't care. All right, so we've talked like for two minutes on the Marty Bell podcast. Please end with something you would like to talk about, Marty. Um, I don't know, guys. Like, follow me and stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm sure everybody oh, yeah, listening yeah. to this is already fine. Um, You're going to be doing us a favor. Yeah, this, yeah, I this don't is know. the favor. You. Uh, I don't know. Like, I have other stuff I want to do. Uh, that hopefully some cool stuff is going to pan out in the next few months. I just kind of put that into the universe. I have nothing like, I'm not like teasing any, anything. I, I really have no idea what I'm going to do in my life. Is Marty Bell like, going to AEW? Ooh, I get that question all the time. Really? The answer is no. Yeah, people are like, are you going to AEW? Like, what are you going to sign? Like, you're going to sign next. And I'm like, people are wondering if I'm going to I haven't even fucking talked to <laughs> Their union? Shut people up. are wondering if I'm going to go there. Let her finish. Oh, sorry. How she you was, was almost a librarian. Yeah, that, that would have been me, you know. Um, no, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months, but um, I'm just trying to enjoy my time in wrestling right now. That's really that's really what I'm doing. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to have fun, man. You know. Well, right? we know what's going to happen in the next few hours, ladies' night. So we better wrap this. I got. All show. right. I got a show to run. I'm gonna go wrestle a 14 year old. All right, Marty. we don't say that out loud. Damn it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, there might be a plug at the end for another show well, that we got coming be. up. There will be. Or we're not do gonna you do not know how old she is? No, they know. I was oh. fucking around. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, well, I'll just cut that I off. didn't know how old we she was. We cannot edit this. Everything yeah, this is all oh, live. Oh, fuck. So. You're all right. <laughs> it's only our company that'll go under. No, it's all right. Everyone knows that information. Sure. I'm calling fucking child services yeah, I myself. would, too, yeah. On myself. I mean, fuck, man. Bye.